Hey, it's me, Eddie B from the E's and B's podcast, and we're here to let you know that this week's episode is sponsored to you by Ohio Grudge Racing. Shout out to OGR, Josh Robinson and crew. Make sure you guys go go check them out at OhioGrudgeRacing.com for some bomb-ass photos, videos, and keeping you up to date with the World Series of No Prep Racing. That's Ohio Grudge Racing. Make sure you check them out. Let them know that Eddie B from the E's and B's sent you. They are a proud sponsor of today's podcast, OhioGrudgeRacing.com. Good morning, all you wrestling and sports fans. This is the E's and B's, the Bacon and Eggs of Wrestling Sports Podcast. And I'm your host, Eddie He shoots, he scores! Hey. All right, Cleveland, nothing like a good smackdown to get the testosterone going. I must be in Kohog, because all I see is a bunch of eggs. Oh, you take that back, macho man Randy Savage. Oh, doesn't he make you so mad you just want to go down there and hit him? No. Well, maybe not him, because he's kind of big, but don't you want to hit the guy sitting next to you? Well, not him, because he's kind of big, too, but don't you want to hit his kid? Take that, macho man Randy Savage, you jerk. I know you don't smoke weed. I know this. But I'm going to get you high today. Because it's Friday. You ain't got no job. And you ain't got shit to do. Joining us again here on this last 
beautiful Friday, August 25th, 2023, where you be all out, getting out, all in, staying in, you know the drill, crack those eggs, butter that toast, cause it's time for the sunny side We're in the ninth. There's one out. The bases are loaded. But here's Doval to Trey Turner. Mike drive off the glove of the pitcher. Get in center field. He's going to in. Here comes Marsh. He's heading home. The boys are winning. It's a party at Citizens Bank Park. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back to the E's and B's. And as you heard there in the opening, kicking things off here on the diamond. And boy, oh boy, if you are not a baseball fan, you need to be now because it is in the heat of the moment there for the MLB coming into the last 30 or so games of the regular season. And things are on fire. In the standings as the wild card chase is the big topic, as you heard there in the beginning. Phillies earlier this week knocking off the other wild card hopeful Giants in a very close four to three game there in Philadelphia. But things, like I said, heating up. Let's talk about how they set in those standings, starting right on off with the American League. It's those Baltimore Orioles. They are at a, a 78 and 48. Two games up in their division then in the central it's the minnesota twins they're at a 65 and 62 four and a half games up in their division and rounding it out there in the american league it's gonna be those texas rangers they are at a 72 and 54 just a game up in their division now switch it over to the national league it's those oh you already know atlanta brave the best team in baseball 82 and 44 Four, 13 and a half games up in their division. Then in the central, it's going to be those Brook crew. They are at a 70 and 57. Three and a half games up in their division. And ran it out there in the National League. It's going to be those L.A. Pay me, Dodgers. They're at a 76 and 48. 11 and a half games up here in the West. Now let's switch it up. Run those stats real quick. Leading off with the batting percentage is still going to be Luis Arez. He's got a solid 355 home runs. We've got a new leader. That's right, back on top. It's Shohei Otana with 44 RBIs. It's Matt Olson. He's got 108 hits. It's back to Arez. He's got 169. And last but not least, stolen bases is still Ronald Acuna Jr. He's got 58. Switching it up to the pitching side of things. It's going to be Zach Gallen there of Arizona and about three to four other guys tied still with 14 wins. ERA, it's going to be San Diego's Blake Snell. He's got a solid 2.73 saves. It's going to be Alexis Diaz there from Cincy with 30 
four and rounding it out of course still the king of strikeouts this year damn Atlanta it's Steven Strider with 227 of those bad boys just looked up some quick stats on that Nolan Ryan in 73 had 383 that's a big mark to catch that's pretty much the top of the mark before you get to the 1800s so I say if he can reach somewhere in the 300 mark maybe 350 that'd be a solid solid outcome but definitely a good season so far now let's get to what everybody wants to talk about it's that that's right in the american league right now as it sits going into the weekend tampa in the uh, has a four and a half game lead and those houston astros they've only got a half game dangling trying to knock their way into there it's seattle at even toronto a game back and the Red Sox still dangling at five. In the National League, it's going to be Philly at three and a half up. And then we've got a solid tie between the Cubs and the Diamondbacks. Then switch it up. A half game back is just going to be those Giants, Reds, and one game back, Marlins. My goodness, it's a tight, tight race there in the National League. Who do you got? Who's going to come out top? Of course, we're going to have all the hits, winners, losers, and keep you up to date with this wild card race right here next week on The Best. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a fanber, tell some about this podcast. Let's slide off the diamond and head right on over to the gridiron. Yes, yes, folks, it's the last week of preseason. That's right, NFL preseason kicking off last night with two games and, of course, going through tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday as we wrap up this year's preseason football. That's right, folks, and, of course, we know it's been a little different. Everybody doing dress rehearsal all over the sea or all over the NFL a lot different than normal. And now the all eyes, of course, will be on this weekend as the Battle of New York, the Jets and the Giants. Will everybody see what they need to see from Aaron the Diva Rogers, or will it be still the big talk offensive line is where they're lacking? We'll keep an eye on that story. Of course, no big injuries. Knock on wood. Hopefully, and going through this last couple games here of the weekend, but good stuff. Preseason, of course, a lot of fights, and we also seen a record broken. That's right, last week there as the Washington, I call them Redskins, beat the Baltimore Ravens, and the Baltimore Ravens had not lost a football preseason game since 2015. That's right, folks. Big, big deal for those Ravens. They come up on the short end of the stick last week against Washington. Now we'll see how they go forward into this last game and see how all the other stars make their debut or will they not even play we'll keep an eye on that folks we are just 13 days away from kickoff that's right folks that's two hands and three toes that's how I do my math I cannot wait week one NFL we'll be diving into that and everything else you need to know coming off the gridiron right here next week on the best Keeping things going, let's stay on the gridiron and talk about another thing kicking off. That's right. How about this? 26-18 Georgia. Man in motion to the near side, then they reverse it with Billingsley. Back to the right. Snap to Young. 
Drops back. Pressure from the edges. He throws near sideline. And it's intercepted. Intercepted. Keely Ringo at the 21. Off he goes. 40, 50, 45, 40, 35, 30. Near sideline. Breaks the tackle. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. 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 Georgia. 54 seconds to go. Keely Ringo with about a 75-yard return. No flags. 32, 18. Let the celebration begin. There you have it. College football is back. That's right. Kicking off this weekend. The boys of college football back on the gridiron. And we here at the and Bees couldn't be any more excited as we're ex- excited to be diving into the 2023-24 college football season. Of course, all eyes on this big inaugural last season, as they say. Therefore, the big Pac-12, as you know, we touched on it several weeks back. The big breakup coming. Teams jumping to different conferences. All the shakeup. But this is the last season. Most of these teams will be playing each other for a while now. So it's going to be very, very interesting stuff. I expect fireworks all season long. Big matchups and, of course, All the big games there on Saturday night. I can't wait to be diving into those. But starting off this weekend, two huge games to keep an eye out for. How about Navy traveling to Notre Dame? That's right, Notre Dame and Navy. And then we've got San Jose State here of the Mountain West going up against USC. We know USC is going to be a Big Ten school coming up here very soon. So all eyes on that and their season, how they affect, how they will they. How will they come out? And we'll keep an eye on at the big kickoff next weekend. We'll talk about a lot more games, the bigger games on the docket, and, of course, bringing back our picks. But, of course, we'll talk a little bit more about that in the toast. Keep your eyes and ears out. we got something very, very special coming back to our YouTube. You do not want to miss out on that. But we're super excited. We cannot wait. College football is baby and we'll be talking all about it giving you winners losers and all the storylines you need to know coming off the sideline right here on the best with that let's pick the pace up switch the gears it's time to talk some racing one lap to go presented by credit one bank william byron a little under 2.4 miles away from his first road course win as he makes his way through one and headed towards you, Baggy, in the S's. A career year already for William Byron as he comes up on the checkered flag and getting his first road course win. William Byron is going to win at the Glen. There you have it. Will he be getting the win there at Watkins Glen, his fifth? NASCAR Cup win this season, as they heard, breaking his record of most wins in a season. Congratulations to Team Hendrick and William Byron on the big win last weekend. And, of course, an outstanding race, a fast, fast race, two hours long. Boom, bop, get out. It was done. No cautions really big to talk about. A couple small spins and, of course, a couple bad days for some people who needed some very, very serious points or possibly winning that race like our boy 
the fan favorite, Chase Elliott. But we know we're going into tomorrow night, the last race of the regular season there for the NASCAR Cup, boys. It's live from Daytona under the lights. We cannot wait as they finish the season up. And it's going to be a big, big race for several drivers. Of course, super speedway races, always our favorite here at the E's and B's. It can bring out any winner there, any outcome. So keep your eyes peeled. We expect huge, huge stuff tomorrow night live in Daytona. But let's talk about how those points set going into this weekend. Hey, it's me, Eddie B. And are you like me? And wish you could be at every single no prep race out there, but you know you can't. Well, that's all right. Because this week's sponsor here on the E's and B's podcast will take you live to every event they go to. That's No Prep Felons. Live. Make sure you guys go check out our friends Bob and Kelly Rice there at noprepfelons.com for all of their action. Make sure you keep up to date with him. Get that bell. Everything clicked. Subscribe to their YouTube. That's No Prep Felons Live, a proud sponsor of the E's and B's podcast. Don't miss it. Starting off in the 16th spot, hanging on by a hair, it's going to be the number 23 machine of Bubba Wallace. In the 15th spot, it's going to be the fourth car of Kevin Havoc. 14th position is going to be the number 47 machine of Ricky Stenham Jr. 13th spot is going to be the 34 car of Michael McDowell. 12th spot is going to be the number 6 car of Brad Kozlowski. 11th spot is going to be the 22 machine of Joey Laguno. The 10th spot is going to be the 45 car of Tyler Reddick. The 9th spot is going to be the number 12 machine of Ryan Blaney. The 8th spot is going to go to the number 1 car of Ross Crash'em Up Chastain. The 7th spot is going to be the number 20 machine of Christopher Bell. Sixth spot right now is going to be the number 17 car of Christopher Busher. The fifth spot is going to be the number eight car of Kyle Bush. The fourth spot right now is number five of Kyle Lawson. Then the third spot is going to be the number 11 machine of Danny Hamlin. And the second spot is going to be now the 19 car of Martin Truex Jr. And on top, as you know, the five win machine, it's the 24 car of Willie B. That's right, Willie Byron on top going into this weekend. A huge, huge race. Here are the guys who must win. There's no points really going to change anything. If these guys win, then Bubba possibly will be out. Or maybe even Kevin Harvick and or Brad Kozlowski. Those are the three guys dangling that could be bumped out if something dramatic was to happen. Here are the guys who are begging to get into the playoffs. It's going to be the 54 machine of Cry Gibbs, and I bet you he's got a lot of motion hanging over from last weekend as he got taken out by the one car of Sam Mayer there on the last restart of the Xfinity race, and boy, oh boy, what a crybaby Gibbs is. Obviously pumping his chest out in the interview, but he's now in contention to be in the playoffs here for the big boys that is interesting then we got the 99 machine of daniel suarez the 16 car of aj almendinger the 48 machine of alex bowman and like i said folks the fan favorite the this guy is the this day's earnhardt the nine machine that's right chase elliott must win saturday night tomorrow there at daytona it's a huge race the last race of the nascar regular season we're gonna have all the wrecks Fights, winners, 
and of course give you update and the list for the playoffs right here next week on the best keep things going here in the racing world let's switch things up run through the crossover and talk some figure eight that's right of course a huge huge race going down this weekend there in indianapolis at the speedrome it is the pre- Warm up, that's right, to the world famous three hour here coming up in just about a month or so. But this race, it's going to be the 47th annual of the one hour outlaw figure eight race there at the Indianapolis Speedrome. And of course, coming off of last year's winner, the number 57 machine there, one of the Tony brothers. It's Jesse Tony. He'll have the bullseye on his back. And of course, all of the Tonys will as well. And it'll be a huge, huge pour out as these guys getting their last kind of shakedown, figuring out what else they need to do for that big three hour. We cannot wait. And of course, as we always say, if you can't be there, go check out our friends. Hopefully they'll be there live crossover traffic. If not, we'll keep you updated as much as possible right here with everything happening. But Will it be the Shaq Pack, the Tunnies, the Riddler, or someone like Harmon, or someone who has not yet crossed those checkered flags winning the one-hour race? We'll keep an eye on that and give you all the wrecks, hits, and the crossover, and everything you need to know coming out of the 47th annual one-hour outlaw figure eight right there from the Indianapolis Speedrome next week right here on the Keeping it going. How about right here in our home state, Colorado National Speedway? That's right here. Last weekend, a big, big race. Shout out to the seven. That's right. As an old face crawled back into that car. How about McCrista Hilton, an A's and B's veteran? Shout out to her dominating that heat race, showing them she still got it and uh, definitely knows how to wield those old pure stocks around there at Colorado National Speedway. So congratulations to her. How about the winners last weekend in the pro trucks? It was the 33 truck of Tyler Davis. Shout out to him. Congratulations. In the modifieds, it was the 31 car of Rick Smith. Congratulations to him. And they're in the pure stocks. How about the youngster, the number eight, Isaac? Congratulations to those winners last weekend. Now coming up this weekend, we got the super late models. Grand American Modified Super Stocks and the Demo X. Go check it out. It's Colorado National Speedway. We'll be cheering on E's and B's veteran Jordan Abeda and all the E's and B's fans and favorites right out there. Make sure you check it out. We'll have winners, losers, and everything you need to know right here next week on The Best. Keeping things rolling on the track here on the sunny side. Let's pick the pace up, switch it up, go from the roundy round world to the strip. Welcome to the No Prep Talk here on the E's and B's. That coming off of last week, a outstanding weekend of no prep racing down there all across the country. And of course, a very scary section there at Twin River last weekend in the finals. Jake Boswell deciding to turn it up to the moon, baby. Running a bad, bad lick, but in the end, getting a little hairy, crossing over through the grass to the other side and just barely missing that guardrail, but Kepler Queen come down to the end. It obviously did not win, but congratulations on Jake on an outstanding save. And of course, an outstanding, outstanding video you made there. Cool, cool stuff. I'm glad to see you made it out safe, but turned around there earlier this week. His old lady, that's right, probably the baddest 
in the family, in my opinion. Nikki getting a big win for her first big win of the year. Congratulations to Nikki Floyd on a bad-to-the-bone race. Last Tuesday there, getting a big no-prep check and an outstanding win. So congratulations to the Boswell family from us here at the Easy Bees, keeping things rolling through the summer and showing they're still bad to the bone. Other big winners last weekend, how about poor your own puddle? That's right, Detroit Hood, Detroit Hood TV's race up at Milan, back of the track, showing out 60 cars, bad to the bone stuff. And, of course, when it comes down to the end, well, we didn't get a final race. Uh, it was not because they didn't want to run. That's right. It's because in the semifinals, my man Johnny Quick put a big tune up in it and his motor didn't like it. So he could not make the final call. Giving the win to the bad to the bone Volvo. I know you've all seen it. This dude has won Rocky Mountain Race Week. This dude has won Road, Roadkill Nights there just recently in Michigan. Bad to the bone, the baddest Volvo on the planet. Getting the win up there in Milan. Back of the track, poor your own puddle. Congratulations to him. And, of course, congratulations to Johnny Quick. Getting to the finals again, just not able to finish it out. Also, we had Patrick Sparkman getting a win. Congratulations to him last weekend. And last but not least, the man that put in, that man that puts in more work than most out there. He's a one-man squad, a one-man show, has plenty of support, but Shout out to Stephen Little in Kraken getting a big win last weekend after a long struggle getting that thing fixed up. I wasn't sure if he was going to make the show, but congratulations to him from us here at the E's and B's. Bad to the bone stuff. Now this weekend, we've got a bunch of good stuff on the docket. As always, starting off with how about no mania 7.5 that's going down at tad and jim's magnolia go check that out stripper glitter chris lane and all the boys will be on the docket there for that one chris on the light so we'll be checking out that and the live feeds make sure you guys support and follow all of our friends there as well as going down in the same state there in ohio it'll be blocks no prep race there at kd go check that one out not sure who's going where what's going who but we will know Later there on Saturday, what to keep your eyes on. Of course, the race down there as well at US 60. Shout out to Charlie Bennett. Put on a bad to the bone show down there. Make sure you guys go support Happy and all those guys that probably will be at that race. So a lot of good stuff. And of course, as always, my homeboy, Limpy, he says the scrapes are always open. We'll be keeping an eye out for him and that. So all kinds of bad to the bone. No prep small tie action going on this weekend. We'll have all the winners, losers, and storylines you need to know right here coming off the streets and the strip. Now, last thing I got, coming back into action here, just a few states away, it's No Prep Kings. That's right, Street Outlaws show will be back in action this weekend, and they are in Idaho. That's right, going down Firebird Raceway. Season six back underway and of course kicking it off, having a little break, and then they'll have another break before they come right here. That's right. Vandermeer Speedway for the very last time as those cars will be making the trip September 8th and 9th. And we will be live on the property. E's and B's making the trip up there. Gonna not miss out for the last event. No prep kings live at Bandamere here coming up in a short two weeks. Do not miss it. But as they go into this weekend, the top eight will start things off tonight. And then, of course, the invitational tomorrow. Here are the top eight as they set. There's a tie at eighth. So there was a coin flip between Scott Taylor and Justin Taylor going to take place 
Seventh will be Axeman. Sixth is Kayla Morton. Fifth is that Nate Sayer guy. Congratulations to him staying up there with the big dogs first season in. Fourth is Giselle Gentepi. Congratulations to my man. I love that guy. Three is Lizzie Musi. Two, Kai Kelly. And on top still is Damon Merchant. Like I said, no Ryan Martin in that top eight, but I imagine he'll be there very soon. We'll keep an eye on those races, the winners, losers, and of course, get you up to date in two weeks where you need to be at, what we're going to be up to, and of course, everything there on the strip for No Prep Kings. With that, that's going to wrap up the sunny side. Stay tuned. Coming up next. We're going to dive in, baby. That's right. We're going to get in the ring. Drop the bows. One of the biggest, baddest, record-breaking wrestling events going down Sunday morning. No matter where you're at, it's happening. That's right. It's all in. And we're going to talk all about it right here next. You're listening to the E's and B's Podcast. Oh, shut your mouth. Let me talk, yeah? Oi, Chris, are you actually taking this match seriously? Or is this some type of vanity project to say that your band performed in Wembley Stadium? Bruh, do you understand what Wembley Stadium is? It is the biggest venue in the entire of the UK. This match is going to change my life, bruv. I've got a missus at home and a four-year-old stepson. Hey, here's some news for you guys. The day before I wrestle Chris Jericho, I'm doing an indie. So I'm trying to get as much money together to put my kid through school. This match changes my life, bruv. After this, I shut up. Pipe down, bruv. After this, after I beat you in the wrestling's biggest event, I am going to be the only man to say I've beaten Kenny Omega, Kazuchika Okada, and Chris Jericho in two months. And that, and that goes very well in six months' time because my contract comes up for New Japan Pro Wrestling. I know I am the best wrestler in the world. I'm better than the elite. I'm better than Danielson. I'm better than Punk. I'm better than you. Welcome to this week's me and that, my friends, was Dynamite Wednesday night, the last meeting before the biggest wrestling show in history of wrestling that's right going down sunday morning live from wimbledon stadium london england it is aew's all in that's right and kicking things off 
will be none other than, like he said, Chris Jericho and his band, Fozzie, as they will be playing Judas going to the ring. Very cool stuff. What a way to perform and start the show out. Of course, this, one of the biggest shows ever. Actually, the biggest show ever. 80 thousand plus fans and of course all the stars from AEW will be on hand well the ones that will be eligible that aren't hurt it's gonna be crazy stuff and I gotta say it is gonna be the biggest single keyword single day wrestling event ever you do not want to miss it and we here at the E's and B super excited a stacked card like I said stacked to the gills with about every talent possible thrown in the mix now on the other hand that can be a bad thing overload all that good jazz but you got to remember nothing like this has been done before so it's got to be interesting for the whole event for all 80,000 plus fans so it's going to be interesting kicking things off zero hour live on YouTube there Sunday morning, right when you get up, your coffee, your breakfast, and how about zero hour as, that's right, for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Title Championship, it's going to be Adam Cole, baby, and MJF taking on the Ring of Honor champions in Ozzy Open. Now, a lot of speculation, will they or won't they win? They showed a lot of hatred towards some things there on Wednesday night, and definitely Definitely, you can see the storyline building, so who knows how this goes, because this may dictate the main event, so very cool stuff, I love how Tony does that, also, it'll be interesting to see if it'll be a long or a quick style of a match, there otherwise, on the zero hour is going to be Darby and Sting, that's right, they'll be taking on Christian Cage and Swerve, whose house? Swerve's house, Swerve Strickland, that's right, that match definitely, I think, will have a lot of run-ins and distractions for that, it'll be very interesting, that's the uh, zero hour kicking things off Sunday morning from Wimbledon Stadium, and then we'll be right into the main card, folks, and I cannot wait, all in there, 2023, Wimbledon Stadium will start just like we said, a concert from Fozzie leading Jericho to the ring as he will be taking on possibly, definitely, the toughest opponent in the last decade that he has fought and one of the best unknown superstars because he's lived on the other side of the ocean. And Will Ospreay, do not miss that as Will Ospreay will be a very, very must-see talent coming up very soon. Then after that, they're going to have a trios as we have Omega, Hangman, and Abushi taking on Jay White, Juice Robinson, and Takashka. That match, of course, been building for a while with the storyline between Kenny Omega and Takashka. Who knows? I've got those got the good guys coming out on top. Too many accidents, too many run-ins. I feel like Omega will not lose in front of this crowd. Also, after that, the trio's title will be on the line as the acclaimed with now daddy ass, baby. That's right, back in the helm. He'll be taking, or they'll be taking on the trio's champions in House of Black, of course. Buddy Murphy, Malachi Black, and Brody King along with Julia Hart. So very interesting. I do see the titles switching hands as it's already been rumored. Billy Gunn getting one more title before he really officially hangs up those boots. So this could be a small end of the summer Billy Gunn run. And he's already announced it's no longer daddy ass. 
It's badass Billy Gunn coming this Sunday, so very cool. Can't wait to see that. How about the stadium stampede? Eh, We'll see how that shakes out at BBC. And now I called it. I called it before it happened, and it happened right in front of our eyes. As Ray Phoenix rumored to be hurt, well, that was because he will not be able to be in Wimbledon. He got hurt on Wednesday. They wrote him off on the show, but there to make a return. How about Santana and Ortiz? I told the wrestling sisters that was going to happen, and it did. I had no inside. Very cool stuff. Welcome back to AEW. I think there's more to talk about that after this big pay-per-view, but they'll be teaming up with the BBC, taking on the best friends, Eddie Kingston and Penta. That will probably be a mess of a match. I'm not sure how that goes. Let me know when your thoughts are on Stadium Stampedes. I like one, and that's all. That's about the only one I've ever liked. How about after that, we will have the real world title as CM Punk, the champion, will be taking on his former big-time foe. And this, a huge storyline leading up to as Samoa Joe and these guys have been going back, or Samoa Joe and CM Punk have been going back and forth. Well, now it comes to a head as CM Punk got him on the last one. Will Joe be the now real world's AEW champion. Keep your eye on that. And then we will have a four-way for the women's world title as champion Sheeta will put it up against Soraya, her sister, Tony Storm, and Britt Baker. A four-way who comes out on top there. And then for the co-main event of the evening, folks. This match was not going to happen after what we heard last week with Cash Wheeler, but now we know it's all clear. Still a little sketched out on how this thing ends, but for the tag team, AEW World Tag Team Titles, it will be champions. Ah, Taking on the Young Chucks and the Young Bucks, as this is the trios, the rubber match between the two. We cannot wait. Should be maybe match of the night, but I have it written down here. I think the Young Bucks, unfortunately, will probably come out on top, as I think this story ends in Wimbledon. We'll keep an eye on that, though. Very interesting. We love to see when they're at full force, and I think that's what we're going to get. And it should, like I said, be the match of the night. Now, in the main event of the evening, we already know what it is, folks. It's for the AEW Triple B, baby. That's right. As the champion, MJF, Maxwell Jacob Freeman will be taking on, you know the deal, Adam Cole, baby. This partnership they've built, possibly maybe earlier in the night, winning a tag team championship together. What storyline will unfold? What do you want to see? I know what I want to see. I think it's the old MJF, but we'll see what happens. I cannot wait. One of the biggest, uh, let me rephrase that, the biggest wrestling show ever going down Sunday live. Wimbledon Stadium, 80,000 plus people, folks. It's going to be AEW's all in. You do not want to miss it. We will have all the results, storylines, and everything you need to know right here next week after the biggest event ever. And, of course, we'll be building you up for their next big pay-per-view. It's just the following week as they've got all out coming up for that. So I cannot wait. We will touch on more of this right here next week. For that, that's going to wrap up the meat, but it's not going to wrap up the wrestling talk, baby. That's right. 
We're going to drop the bows, keep it going off the ropes. You know the deal. Coming up next, it's the Scrambled. You're listening to the E's and B's. We start this scrambled segment this week on a side note. If you're a wrestling fan, I'm sure you already know. But if not, I'm sure as a celebrity he was. Everybody else does know. The great hardcore legend. One of the best wrestlers ever to do it. Terry Funk passed away earlier this week at the age of 79. Our thoughts and prayers are with him and his family and friends. From us here at the E's and B's. It's a sad moment in wrestling, a tough week for everybody, but we ask here at the E's and B's, you don't remember the hard times, you remember the good times from Terry Funk, one of the greatest legends ever, ever to do it, stepping in the ring and was never scared of nothing. The man would fight you with barbed wire, chairs, tacks, trash cans, or just his bare knucks. The guy was one of the hardest and baddest in the ring and outside and also took care of a lot of wrestlers behind the scenes. A definite living legend, the hardcore legend, and will always be on the Mount Rushmore here at the E's and B's. Rest in peace, Terry Funk. Our thoughts and prayers are with him and his family. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've heard the press conference. Nature boy Ric Flair will be back in action on July the 23rd to wrestle this man in Baltimore, Maryland at the Great American Bash. Where, Where are you going? I am headed to the airport. That's where I'm headed. Flair can do all the training that he wants. I'm going to tell you right now, I have something that you can't train for. I have a whole lot of hearts, a whole lot of guts, and I know exactly where I'm going. I'm not only going to the airport, I'm going to the top of the professional wrestling world whenever I take that world's championship from Ric Flair. And there isn't a doubt in my mind because my daddy was a pistol and I'm a son of a gun. I'm meaner than a rattlesnake. Tougher than shoe leather, more dangerous than a hollow-eyed scorpion, and middle-aged and crazy. And that is exactly how I got this match, because I am middle-aged and crazy, but crazy like a fox. And I'll see you later, sonny boy, when I got that gold belt around my waist. Because right now, my luggage is packed, and I know where I am going, and I am going in a straight line. I think your cab's waiting for you, so why don't you just go ahead and go on fast. We'll be back. 
As we jump here into the scrambled segment this week, let's switch things up, get off the somber moments, of course, very, very sad, but we'll jump right into WWE action, of course, Payback coming up next week, their next premium live event going down there in Philadelphia, and of course, all the storylines and questions building up, Jimmy and Jay, will Rikishi be the ref, as we have been reported all kinds of stuff dangling. And then, of course, the other big rumors and Black Cloud hanging over WWE as we set. It's the Edge story. That's right. Edge, of course, wrestling his last match last Friday there. SmackDown in Toronto getting the win. And afterwards got caught on the, the mic saying, hey, last time for WWE, I'll be in Toronto. But did not roll out ever wrestling there and of course now both speculation all week he's jumping ship this that and the other we can't give you exact on what is going to happen but we do know this his contract is coming up and we know his best friend wrestles for the other company so very interesting stuff we'll keep an eye on that of course new day rocks they're making a big run back at the tag title scene keep an eye on that and of course gable and gunther and we know this Judgment Day and Rhea Ripley still stomping all over WWE as we speak. Bloodline a little quiet, but we'll keep you up to date, see what happens tonight, and lead you up to date or lead you up to right next week with a WWE's next live premium event as payback will be on the docket. We'll have the card and everything else coming out of this weekend right here on the best. With that, we got one more thing to talk about before we wrap this thing up. Let's go from the squared circle to the octagon. That's the word going down live there last weekend from Boston. Sugar Sean O'Malley shocking the world. Well, not many. A lot of people having him picked as he TKO's Aljo, Aljermaine Sterling there in Boston. An outstanding finish in that boy's right hand. It is something to talk about. Of course, everybody taking digs at him, wanting to be the next man in line. But we'll keep an eye on that. An outstanding card, of course, in the co-main event. Lee still holding on to her belt. And in the prelims, our boy Chris Weidman, unfortunately, getting the decision against him, against Tavares, on an outstanding return, just seemed a little rusty. I know he'll be back. That leg, though, got whopped there from Tavares and definitely looked like it could have some severe damage in the future. We'll see if he can still bounce back and get back in there or not. We'll keep an eye on that. And of course, going down live tomorrow, it's fight night UFC style overseas from Singapore. As in the main match, main event, it's one you do not want to miss. As the man who has the most knockouts, submissions, fights, you name it, in the UFC will be on the main card. In the main event, it's going to be Max Elkui. Holloway as he'll be taking on the Korean zombie. You do not want to miss it. We'll have all the winners, losers, and everything coming out of the octagon building you up to UFC 
293 right here on the best. And last but not least, don't forget, support all of your local wrestling indie promotions. Without those local wrestling indie promotion and gyms, you would not have any of these stars you see on your TV and you watch each and every week. So make sure if you get a chance, go out and support any of those. We support Rocky Mountain Pro here at the E's and B's podcast. So make sure you go support them. Buy a shirt, watch them on TV, or give them a sub on YouTube. That's any local wrestling promotion. With that, that's going to wrap up this week. We're going to wrap it all up like a burrito. Coming up next in the toast. You know the deal. You're listening to the E's and B's. Yeah. Even when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answered a no, man, I still go. Fans, it's everybody's favorite part of the show. Get out your jams, jelly, or cinnamon, butter, your sugar. It's time to spread it. It's the toast. As we always do each and every week here on the E's and B's Toast, we get to those weekly personal shout-outs. Let's get right to it. Start right on out with our good friends there at Ohio Grudge Racing. Make sure you guys go support Josh Robinson at OhioGrudgeRacing.com, a proud sponsor here at the E's and B's. Also, our other proud sponsor, it's No Prep Felons Live. Go support Bob and Kelly Rice at NoPrepFelons.com. For all the live bonus action and, of course, all the cool merch and everything else you need to know, those are two badass proud sponsors here of the E's and B's. Also want to give a shout-out to Limpy. Shout-out to Happy at Support Your Local Street Racers. Shout-out to Jasper Graham and Bipolar Performance. Shout-out to jo- Jeff Thomas, Julie Randall, and Nitrous Nikki. Shout-out to On Tilt Racing. Shout-out to Carolina Performance, Robbie and Robert Dollar. Shout-out to Pennywise Racing and Media's Robert Smith. Shout-out to Team Meatball. Shout-out to Moonshiner's Garage. Shout-out to Jimmy Dale. Shout-out to SRC. Shout-out to Old Man's Garage. Shout-out to Raggedy Ann. Shout-out to 24-7 Motorsports. Shout-out to Matt. Team Matt, shout out to Team Hilton and Abeda, shout out to the Tonys, Crossover Traffic, Matt Smith, Rocky Mountain Pros, Yaden, Dustin, Lilith, Remy, my boys, Neil, Brian, Tony, Ty, and all my peeps at The Green Solution. Make sure you guys check out The Green Solution for all your cannabis needs. All right, as promised, folks, a big special announcement. How about this? Making a return to the E's and B's YouTube. How about Picks and Gravy? That's right. If you do not know, Picks and Gravy is something we tried last season for a few weeks, about 12 to be exact. And uh, what we were doing, we were picking the Saturday and Sunday and sometimes Monday. NFL, NBA, MLB, college basketball, college football, hockey, whatever was going on, racing, you name it. We were picking it and seeing how we stacked up. We had a very over 75% record. And, of course, our lock-ins, our gravy locks, we called it. We were rocking it in that field. But we're bringing it back. That's right. We're super excited here at the E's and B's. Coming up in two weeks. Don't miss it. But here's the switch, the swerve, whatever you want to call it. We're going to be bringing it back to you live on our YouTube channel. And, and we're going to implement something new this season as we want you, the fans, the listeners, all of our friends out there, to play along. That's right. We're going to be trying to pick a new player to join us each Saturday morning live on the YouTube channel. Play right along with uh, us here at the E's and B's. Myself, Eddie B, will be 
picking against you. And let me tell you, here's what's in it for you. If you do beat me here at the Picks and Gravy, you'll have a prize coming right to you. That's right. So stay tuned. Coming up soon, you'll be checking that out. Ease and B's YouTube. Picks and gravy making the return also if you want to follow us you can follow us there at easeandbees.org for all of our social media outlets that's where you can find us at also go buy a shirt sticker or a hat something there at easeandbees merch click that button it'll guide you right to it plenty of different sizes colors and designs to choose from make it own make it your own that's easeandbees.org that's where you can find us at and Definitely coming up here soon. I know I've been talking about we got a guest in the works. I have one lined up for next month, but just working on another one here. So stay patient with us. We got some good stuff coming. We're going to be switching up a little bit, going from the racing world, maybe to a different style like football and basketball and wrestling guests as well. So we'll have some new things coming. Don't miss that. Also, if you want to be part of the show, get us at easeandbeespodcast at gmail.com. Give us your story. We'll get back to you and get you on air. That's easeandbeespodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to be a sponsor, just like Ohio Grudge Racing and No Prep Felons, same thing. Get us at easeandbeespodcast at gmail.com. We'll work up a contract with you, very cheap, low price, basically nothing. And we'll get you played, your business, whatever it may be, three times each week on the the episode along with any video version we'll tie along into our uh, youtube as you know we're going live every saturday folks so what a better way to throw a commercial in as ease and bees picks and gravy is running every saturday morning plus i'll tie that to any video interview anything else to throw on there so get asked ease and bees podcast at gmail.com all right with that that leads us right to this week's sports illustrated of the day. How about this? Bobby Unser and Al Unser are the only brothers to have won the Indianapolis 500. Bobby won the race three times, 68, 75, and 81. The younger brother, Al, has four Indy wins, 70, 71, 78, and 87. And that is today's Sports Illustrated Fact of the Day. All right, with that, you know the deal. It's time to... Yo! Top 10 cities downloaded goes like this. Starting right on off, want to give a shout out and thank you to number 10. How about Newark? H-O? No, wait. Newark. O-H? That's right. Newark, Ohio. Shout out to Newark. Number 9, it's Mason, Michigan. Shout out to Mason, Michigan. Number 8, it's El Paso. Texas. Everything's bigger in El Paso. Shout out to them. Number seven, it's my home state. How about Indianapolis? Indiana. Shout out to Indianapolis, Indiana. Number six, at the home capital where we lie. How about Denver, Colorado? Shout out to Denver, Colorado. Number five, it's still in the home state. It's Johnstown, Colorado. Shout out to Johnstown, Colorado. Number four, it's back in Ohio. It's Cincinnati. Shout out to Cincinnati, Ohio. Number three, it's overseas. We know the deal. Frankfurt, Germany. Shout out to Frankfurt, Germany. Number two, it's the home city where we lie right now. Fort Collins, Colorado. And back on top, we know it's Louisville. Kentucky. Thank you so much for all the love. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend. Tell a fan for, tell someone about this podcast. 
have a awesome, safe, kick-ass last weekend in August. That's right. Happy early birthday to my brother tomorrow. Man, you're getting old. 49. Woo! We love you, though. And you out there, everybody else, be safe, and we'll see you next week. We love you. Peace!